0: and welcome to episode 84 of the High Sensitivity Gaming Podcast and thank you for listening. If it's your first time here we talk about video game and movie news as well as what we watched or played over the weekend. My name is Barry along with my co-host. My name is Craig. Let's get into the gaming news. I couldn't figure out a name to like mix myself in with like For the Horizon. Like <laughs> am I the Toyota Barrypra or something like that or Barpra? <laughs> That's a little yeah. bit harder than what happened last week. No, yeah, it definitely is. Uh, There's so many car names. (laughs) But regardless, we'll go ahead and get into the news. And I guess we'll start with the biggest news of the week, which is the Elden Ring preview that was shown during. um, Was shown pretty much the day the podcast came up on Thursday. You got a nice 15 minutes of just uh, just in gameplay footage, as well as some collector's edition stuff announced, but Overall, what did you think of the uh, the trailer?
1: Well, this is a tough one because I know it's not for me, right? Um, but I think that it looks good. Um, I just, I'm not like, the two things it's aiming for, at least from how I took it, was a Dark Souls slash Breath of the Wild, which I don't really like either one. So it's not really up my alley, but it looked beautiful. Um, it looks like it controls very well, and I'm at least going to give it a shot. I don't have any expectations that I will finish this or even get past an hour or so, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe this is the one I, I get into. Maybe it has more of a story to draw me in, which it's supposed to, right?
0: Well, I guess with George R. R. Martin you know, right. doing stuff with it, but I don't actually know how much of a story this is going to have from right. the little we've seen. It just looks like you're... Someone from beyond the fog, quote unquote, yep. and you're just walking in here and you, I, I imagine I'm more of the story will get kind of told and played out through the game, actually. But, you know, this is this is the mix of Breath of the Wild and Dark Souls. And I'm just not sure if that's what I need or what I asked for. Yeah. Um, you know, when watching it, a couple comparisons can be made that the map is very, very similar to how they did things with Breath of the Wild. They added horseback riding, which isn't Breath of the Wild unique, but still, uh, we we have that. And then there's kind of the whole, you know, going around this world, finding encampments and getting rare loot, something that, you know, recently Zelda also did. And it's also, you know, something that a lot of other game companies have done. On the Dark Souls side of things, it does seem to be regular Dark Souls. It does seem to be a bit more flexible with how you want to fight. From what I can tell, and there's the whole new aspect of of what looks like to be fighting on horseback, so that that is cool and it's an added thing. Uh, the sorcery is seem they they seem to have put a lot of time into making sorcery more epic. I guess you know, literally the dude was raining, you know, blue arrows from the sky or shooting like a blue laser light up through his staff at an enemy. Like it seems like. They probably put a lot of work into making sorcery maybe not as boring. Like, I never had a problem with it in the other Dark Souls games. But it definitely took center stage in what was going to be uh, a showcase for some of the fighting. But you have that. And I guess my real concern is, like, what what's going to happen when you stumble into a boss? Because it seems like there are just bosses in the open world and you're not a high enough level like is the game going to tell you that you're not high enough level are you supposed to know you're not high enough level based on the damage you're doing or whether that could just be the wrong build if you don't if you're not doing high enough damage so there's some questions that i still haven't gotten answered yet to see what the game is actually going to be like and how well it plays but it seems all right you i'm i've played and beaten all the dark souls games so i'm going to play this one too
1: Yeah, I mean, I know I'm not the demographic for this, um, but you you already know that tons and tons of people are going to be playing this game. Um, It'll sell well slash be downloaded a bunch on Game Pass, I'm assuming. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I don't know that I expected really anything different from it. I thought it looked impressive, but that's about really all I cared about me personally because, again, I'm not super, super hyped for this game
0: yeah and i i guess i'm more on the excited end for it just to see what it ends up being because it is going to be different than what we're used to for regular dark souls fans and you know they wanted we wanted them to do something different and we're kind of getting it now at least and it seems like they bettered the co-op as well co-op had never been a big foe well co-op is like a focus in these games but it was always difficult to you know get your friend to play with you or to get help um They still have the invader system in there where people can invade your games. So it seems like it it seems like hopefully they just improve that stuff a little bit to the point where it's easier to get to, you know, play this open world Dark Souls Zelda game, Breath of the Wild Zelda game with with a friend at least. So uh, as long as that works out well, I think, you know, the game's going to be fun with friends and that's a point for it, you know, no matter how difficult or how frustrating it could be.
1: Tell me very early speculation here. Where does it end up on your top 10 next year? You don't you know, have to give rough. me an exact number, but like maybe like top half or bottom half.
0: Uh, bottom half, I think, you know, there's, right. I think there's a lot of games coming out next year. You know, we're expected to have the new modern warfare two, which is, mm-hmm. uh, you know, th- they're going to build on that. And it's going to be great. You have horizon zero uh, horizon E, forbidden West Yep. And I think there's just a lot of other games coming out. February next year is stacked along with Elden Ring. So got to find a way to play all those games and make time for it.
1: Yep. Just uh, don't work, right? Everybody just don't work and just play video games all day and you'll be able to play them all.
0: Yeah. And Seems only bad. add to the to the worker crisis, I guess, going on in this in this <laughs> world. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, so I'll stick with open world. I'll, I can tie this in with open world. Uh, I like New- it. I like it. New World, this is your game. Um, yeah,
0: definitely mine. Absolutely so, my game.
1: <laughs> I mean, of the two of us, you're the one who's played it. So yes, I'm going to yeah. say it's yours. Um, when this game first came out, which was back in September, is that right? Has it been since September already? Oh, no. Seems like it, it was didn't... sooner.
0: No, it, yeah, it's definitely been like out some sometime in October.
1: Okay. So since this game came out, um, the game was at, its peak was getting a max of 900,000 players a day. Uh, as it stands right now, as of today, they're at 200,000. So I know you have not been playing it. That's correct? You would be correct, yes. Um, one of my friends has been playing it religiously, but I did ask him, and he said, yeah, it's pretty... Uh, Compared to what it was when it first came out, the game's pretty barren. Um, do you think it's dying
0: already? Uh, I don't... If you have, if you still have 200,000, then I'm going to go with people like your game or at least find something redeeming about it. Right. So I don't think it's dead. You know, Um, MMOs are a hard thing to be, you know, uh, you have to hold on to the player base. You have to not let them go. Right. So you kind of have to find a way to keep players interested. My brother's been playing it a lot and he really likes the game as well. Um, Okay but he's playing it constantly with friends. Like his friends are getting on to play this game. And I'm not sure how much that says about the game. If he's just playing it with friends, I could play Uno for probably 10 (laughs) hours with the right group of friends. Yep. Uh, Yeah.
1: I mean, I, like I said, I just going off of someone I know who has played, it has said that he's saying some of the problems is, is that people are getting to that max level and there isn't really an end game yet. So, some people have just kind of gotten to the max and just stopped playing for now until they figure out what the end game actually is for this game. Um, But Amazon's track record on games isn't the greatest. So hopefully they continue to support this and figure out, you know, stuff for people to do once you hit max level. I mean, people are already there and it's only been out a couple months, so got to keep it fresh somehow.
0: Yeah. To, to be fair, you know, I I guess you yeah, have like the the end game for this game I've heard is is kind of pretty bare, mm-hmm. and with Amazon's track record, it's just bad. You know, it's yeah. terrible is what it is. Yeah. Yep. If, but this game has lasted longer than what what was it? Crucible I think was the game that they had come out with and then canceled like yep. two weeks into release.
1: Put it so, back into alpha.
0: <laughs> yeah, so. <laughs> yep. I I guess as long as it does better than that, which I think it already has, I don't. I'm not really too worried about Amazon pressing the cancel button and putting it back in beta. But right, you know, Am- Amazon will be Amazon.
1: I think the closest thing I can relate it to for me personally is both Destinies, one and two. I played so much of those when they came out, and I would get to that max level end game. And at the time when you first hit that, when the game first came out, there really wasn't a whole lot. Um, and I would drop off. And by the time the new stuff came out, and I know there's a lot now. I just had no desire to go back. So I see all the stuff that Destiny does. I'm like, oh, that's cool. But at this point, I'm so far behind that going in and trying to learn all the new stuff plus relearn what I've forgotten over the years is just not worth it to me. And you would hate to see that happen with an MMO like this.
0: Yeah, because there's so many, you know, different systems going on in MMO that sometimes, yep. you know, if you forget it, you just, it's not playable. So mm-hmm. I, I understand that gripe. Right. We just have to see that hopefully Amazon continues to support it and brings an end game more to light. Maybe yeah. that more people would end up liking and enjoying. Yeah. This is just a small one, Uh, but sticking with the Amazon topic as well, we are seeing buy two, get one free game deals going on on target and com. Uh, we, we, we said it last week, get your Christmas shopping done early this year. Just, yes. uh, it's, it's for your best interest. At least what we think, you know, supply chain issues and whatnot are becoming, are kind of talks about it are growing more and more now and to, uh, and especially I believe on Amazon, they're doing like the two game, uh, get, get to get one game free, I think on the next gen games too. So if, you have a, if you've got a PlayStation owner in the waiting for Christmas or an Xbox owner, you could at least grab them three games and that'll be enough to start them at least. Yeah.
1: I have, like, it's not a complaint and it's not a gripe because this is, like, uh, first world problems here. But you and I both play most of the games that come out when they come out. Um, yeah. And the ones that I don't are the ones that, like, I will make of a list to hand to my wife as like, Hey, this is what you can get me for Christmas. So every year around black Friday, we always get these buy two, get one freeze. And I never get to take advantage of them because I've either already played them and beat them, or I'm not interested in them, or I already have them on a list. So I can't actually take advantage of it for myself. And it's, uh, it's, they're always such great deals. And I always am so bummed out that I can't take part in it. Maybe I just need to start buying them for other people and like hand them out, so I can at least take part.
0: Yeah, exactly. And you know what? Here's this is something I'm coming up with on the spot here as okay. well. Next week, Craig and I are going to look at these deals, and we're going to try to find the best ones that have the best games for each system. And we'll recommend them and okay. see what see what yeah. people like. Uh, you yeah. know, with we're both two people with both next gen consoles, which I guess mm-hmm. we you could probably still consider quite rare in this uh, in this day and age considering how hard it is to, or how easy it is to get consoles, depending on who you're asking. Yeah. So, uh, Yeah, I think I think that'd be a good thing for us to do. You know, what games should you get for your new next gen? console? Yeah,
1: that way I can at least take part a little bit here.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Since we're so smooth on the transitions, let's go right into games. Let's talk about a gaming news thing here. I have here. It wasn't super yeah. smooth, but I'll take it.
0: No, that was about um, as smooth as we could make it. <laughs>
1: Okay, so uh, Xbox, as of right now, for the year, has the highest-rated first-party games of the year. And we're talking about Psychonauts, Forza Horizon 5, and Microsoft Flight Simulator. And all three of them are 100% free on Game Pass. So again, I know I personally yell about this all the time. If you do not have Game Pass and you have a computer or an Xbox, get Game Pass because... There's so many good games and you have three of the best games of the year that you could literally download right now. Crazy.
0: Yeah, it really is crazy. And on top of that, too, what I should mention is, in I was on Twitter the other day and like that conversation came up about, oh, Xbox, where's PlayStation in their games? And <laughs> and that kind of thing, because it's the age old console one, yep. and everybody has to fight about something these days. But it was fun to see, you know, I never take part in these things. I just like reading them. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's people going, you know, oh, well, PlayStation had Spider-Man when Xbox didn't have anything. We had Ratchet and Clank when Xbox didn't have anything. We had Returnal when Xbox didn't have anything. So it- it's fun to see, like, these people go, oh, well, Xbox is now running away with it because they have the new they have the best games from the calendar year and then sony's like well so many people are just like bickering back and forth going well (laughs) we had games earlier this year when you guys had nothing so it's kind of this nice maybe evening of the playing field that i like to see with these with both consoles because i like both of them that's why we have both of them but you know when i will admit when you first started the next gen gaming you know war console PlayStation did kind of have the better exclusives to start off with. And now with all of Xbox's acquisitions of new studios, we're starting to see those games come out with Forza. They've had Forza forever, but God, Forza five is fantastic. And we'll get into that. Mm -hmm. And you had their acquisition of double fine games come out and you had um, and now you have uh, Flight Simulator, which had been in the works, I think, for almost like 10 years. So <laughs> yeah, it's new. been a
1: long time. Yep. Yeah,
0: this this isn't new to anybody or anything like that. But
1: plus you have maybe, uh, Age of Empires, right?
0: Yeah, and Age of Empires out, too. Mm-hmm. So like definitely Xbox is we're finally starting to see the the fruition of all of their studios putting out games. And, you know, now they have this and it's almost like an avalanche of. Yeah xbox games that have kind of come out this month and the finishing you know chef's kiss is going to probably be halo hopefully Mm. we'll see
1: hopefully yeah
0: but you you know i i think personally that things are more evened out you know yeah i you know my playstation was played a lot more than my xbox when i first got it or when i first got both systems but i'm definitely playing my xbox a lot more now because the games they they're finally putting out games for it that are fun yeah and you're right. Xbox Game Pass is literally like the best deal in gaming. You can get all those games for free. Yeah. Psychonauts, you know, you said it for flight simulator. And there are tons of other good games that are on there, too. So. Yeah.
1: Age of Empires, Back for Blood. Um, there's a huge list. And also, I mean, that is a good point. The beginning of the year, there was definitely PlayStation had a stranglehold on exclusives. Um, and I think when you look at next year, at least early impressions, I think Sony will end up having the better year. Um, just because you have Horizon and hopefully God of War, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, I just think looking at it now, I don't know that Elden Ring and whatever else Microsoft has coming holds up to just Horizon and God of War by themselves. Um, I think are gonna be the better ones. It's just looking at it and being selfishly being like all right sony come on get your get your act together and let's get some sort of game pass going here for people on sony because you could be putting out a ton too um but that's just selfishly because then you wouldn't have to pay for all the sony games and it would be like the perfect utopia of gaming right there
0: (laughs) (laughs) just one subscription for both of them would be great so i just said i'd pay
1: you know i'd pay 30 40 bucks a month for that
0: yeah probably i guess we'd I guess we'd have to see what the PlayStation would would end up including. Yeah. Before it. But um, yeah, because PlayStation Plus, you know, I really never take advantage of their games no. unless like it's something that I really feel the need I have. I have to have. But. We see what they decide to do there. And speaking yep. of Forza. ooh, uh, smooth. <laughs> yeah, we've got I've got two smaller Forza stories. Where and I just think this is cool. Forza Horizon uh, is adding a sign language interpreter uh, interpreters in a post launch update, and that's just so cool to see. You know, we we see. Game developers now trying to be more inclusive than ever before with adding all of these accessibility updates to their games, and this is kind of the first time I'm ever hearing of and they even showed like a picture of like an actual sign interpreter you know, in the corner of the screen wearing a Forza Horizon shirt, you know, doing the sign language. And I think that's fantastic. Uh, I, I haven't really ever seen this before. And I think, and, and I think it could really add something to other games as well, especially, you know, there are, and Forza's not breaking any walls here, but like, if you could add like a sign language interpreter to you know, games like let's say Guardians of the Galaxy or God of War, Spider Man, these very heavy narrative narrative games, you just opened up a whole new world for people who like ha- who who can't hear and have hearing issues, and that just makes your game more accessible, which is just awesome to see.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think from Forza perspective, like they've done a lot in this game. We've seen a lot of accessibility options. Over the past like two years, I think The Last of Us is probably one of the better ones with all yeah. the options you can do there. But just saying the stuff that Forza had done, like obviously they're adding the sign language, but um, the ability to choose your pronoun um, and your creative yeah. character, uh, the ability to add prosthetic limbs to your character—I think that's all very, very cool. That they're going above and beyond to you know be able to fully make your character look like you know, maybe that's how you look or maybe that's, you know, just whatever your options are there. But the more options, the better in games. And it's always cool to see companies try new things.
0: And then the other just small thing I wanted to add is Forza Horizon 5 was peaking before, like, launch at this point. Uh, News came out this weekend and screenshots came out that enough people bought that early Ultimate Edition for Forza 5. There were almost 1 million players playing this game before... And probably, there was probably more than a million players playing this game before the actual launch of it. And the game just launched today, November 9th. So it's going to be really cool to see all of, like, this world start to populate. And I don't think it's ever going to, like... Riders Republic is different because it seems to really focus on having as many players in the world as you can, where I don't think Forza focuses on that as much. But it is cool to see... Um, the first time I loaded in on Friday, like all of the people who bought the early pass with me were all just like driving around. And, you know, it was fun to see that the world was kind of alive and lived in. And hopefully with all of the high scores and all of the players playing before launch, this game just continues to get more and more people coming in. Cause that just means more and more fun in the outside world of Forza.
1: Yeah, very, very cool. Um, I'll transition with a Also a quick news article here. Um, Squid Game officially is coming back for a season two confirmed by the director today. That's about all the uh, news he put out. He just confirmed that it was coming back and that the main character will be involved. So I'm excited. Even if it takes a year or two, that is fine. Take your time. Give me more.
0: Yeah, I guess we, I wouldn't be surprised if Netflix kind of rushes this out. Yeah, And, like, doesn't necessarily, like, give the director time to really, like, breathe. I could see it just because <laughs> Squid Game has become such a, like, a big worldwide phenomenon where you have Roblox games and you have all these other games copying what Squid Game did. You have Mr. Beast building a, you know, and it's like a more fun winning money type thing with a real life Squid Game where no one dies. I should make should make that very clear <laughs> that no one dies during his Squid Game uh you know rendition is what would the word yeah. would be. But uh just as long as it's good, I, I really don't know where it's gonna go. Like I thought we both I think we both pretty much agreed that one season was enough. Mm-hmm. And like they could they could have ended it in a more, you know, black and white way, where we were where it wasn't so kind of gray. But you know, uh everything's a cash grab and because Squid Game did so phenomenally, uh, now you have you know Netflix going, make another, make it right now.
1: Yep, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Netflix may hold off, they've been taking their sweet old time with Stranger Things, um, the next season of that. So I could see them giving them two years, maybe, but we'll see.
0: And for my uh gaming news, it's going to be ro- uh, no, which one was it? That's it mass effect n7 uh day so we did have a new mass effect n7 day where yeah they were launched a new bunch of merch blah 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 but they released an image of of you know just concept art of the new game that's coming out and it's really cryptic in what it's trying to show so people have been on twitter going in and going oh that's what this is this is what this is and it's really funny watching people like bicker over what's going on or what this game is supposed to be. Like, really, the only thing I can tell is that you know, Rex, the Krogan, the Krogan race is in there somehow. Whether it's whether if it's of importance or not, but uh, it, it's it's nice to see that Bioware is giving people what they want and showing something. But it would have been nice to maybe just see a little bit of a trailer of some sort. Cause we know Bioware has two huge games in Dragon Age and a new Mass Effect eventually coming out. So when are they gonna start taking advantage of like the hype that they have? Because the you know, those games are huge and they have a lot of fans. But somehow Bioware has been able to keep fans like anticipated for these games. Yep. And they really kind of need to start making promises on these games before everybody kind of forgets about them.
1: Yeah. Um, wake me up when we have an actual trailer. Because, <laughs> I mean, the picture's cool, I guess. But until we have some concrete news, I'm not going to get any kind of excited for it yet. Because we're probably at least two years away from this thing coming out. At least.
0: Yeah. If it's in seven day and they only have a picture, I just hope that I hope that it's two years. I could see like yeah. four.
1: Yeah. Could be. Could be next gen consoles for all we know.
0: Exactly. Next. next um,
1: gen. Yeah. Next, next gen. You won't be able to get those either. So don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I saved my last gaming news for you specifically because I knew this would be, it's a delay and I knew you would take it hard. So I saved yeah. it. Um, yeah being delayed until 2022 scorn i'm so yeah, sorry I,
0: mean, I yeah i don't I, I don't know what i'm gonna do with myself and it i i imagine that they xbox had to look at this and go yeah no one's talking about this game <laughs> No one wants this, to play it no one misses this game and i like it would have been perfect for them to release during the halloween season and i'm yep. i wouldn't be surprised if this scorn game is available next Halloween season because you know, there's a need for spooky games during this during the spooky month of October. But we haven't seen anything about this game in so long. (laughs) No, I just have no idea what it is. Like a, a part of me is thinking that, um, like the reason this game is delayed is because like oh man there's too many like phallic gestures in it, uh and and weird type stuff like I know it's supposed to be this weird first person shooter horror game, yep but you know can can it not just be like Resident Evil? Does it have to be all this like weird weird stuff? I I don't know how to even explain Scorn still.
1: <laughs> it's that it's that shock value is what they're going for, and yeah I. Nobody really wants to play this game, so I would not be surprised if, like, three years from now, we're still talking about this game coming out, and then it'll finally just randomly drop on Game Pass one day, and nobody will notice.
0: <laughs> yeah, at at this point, we're we're just gonna. I I don't even know what this game's going to be like. Yeah, I'm glad they delayed it because God knows it probably has no direction <laughs> or anything like that no. right now. But it's that that still to this day is one of the weirdest trailers I've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, for, yeah, for, yeah. for a video game. So, you know, all, all power to all power to them. I hope people who play the game find it good. But I have no interest. But I'm game of
1: the year bored. 2022. Here we go.
0: That would be hilarious. I <laughs> it, it, if it wins game of the year 2022, I'll play it. OK, uh, you have you have my word right here. It's in date. <laughs> all right. I this that I November. will be if it's game of the year.
1: Yeah. All right. It's game of the year. We'll actually. hold you to it.
0: I know you will. <laughs> uh, last of my video gaming news of Pokemon remakes of Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl or Shining Diamond, Brilliant. Per- no, it's definitely the other way around. But <laughs> of people are leaking stuff about the games. Now, in order to keep me from being spoiled, I have not looked at any of the new of the leaks. I have no idea what they entail and I've got no idea what they're about. I could have, I thought this game was just a, a gen four remake. And I didn't think it was possible to leak anything about games that were remade or that were made, you know, 10 years ago at this point. So I guess we have to see what they decide or what they ended up changing. But if you're on the internet and you're trying not to be spoiled on what the new Pokemon remakes have in store, considering it comes out next week on the 19th. Uh, try to try to stay away from any Pokemon news.
1: Yeah, it's coming up quick. Um, yeah, I haven't seen any of it either. I intentionally didn't look. Um, but if we can hold off for another week, we should be all right. I,
0: yeah, I think so, too. But I, it, it's hard when we look at gaming news and I try to keep up with it. And there's like Pokemon leaks and I have to like scroll like down <laughs> quick before he, before I accidentally see something about some new Pokemon editor or something like that. Yeah. And then did you have any other news stories or? Nope. That was okay. it. So just a couple other things. Uh, Spider-Man is finally coming to Marvel Avengers November 30th, <laughs> and it's going to be on PlayStation consoles only. Whoever is still playing that game, all power to you, but too late and I don't care anymore. Uh, yep. Sp- I Don't worry. I love Spider-Man still, but. They took way too long for them to get this out. And I imagine if we were comparing like numbers to New World as we did before, this game has to at least maybe have 9000 players currently concurrently online. I know that's I know it's way more than that, but regardless, the game's dead.
1: Yeah, it's dead, dead for months now.
0: Yeah. And the last one I have is just eternal is getting mixed scores from. A lot of critics. Uh, Marvel, uh, Eternals is kind of the next step in Marvel here where we're starting to see, um, they're trying to change things up and kind of like with how star Wars rise of, no, the last Jedi, it was the last Jedi that tried to change so much of the, the formula up that critics hate it, but fans really like it. We're starting to see, you know, the Eternals doesn't have a bad score on Metacritic with fans, but when it comes to critics, they're much more crucial of it. Um, I'm excited to see Eternals. I do plan on seeing it before the next podcast here. I just didn't want to go to a crammed theater to yep. see it. But uh, I'm not sure if it's the same way with you. I have seen the stupid article about how Richard Madden and Chloe Zen only needed 25 minutes to film the sex scene in <laughs> Eternals. I've yep. seen that story literally 15 times <laughs> like already. Like I don't care. Yep. about how long it took them to film a sex scene i i don't know it's maybe it's just because i follow like ign on all gaming you know i follow it on instagram and facebook and twitter and maybe that's why i've seen this story a gajillion of times but like i just want to know is the movie a good like what cool special effects did they do i don't care how long it took the actors to i don't know get make a sex scene
1: in the <laughs> movie. yeah i uh I also was going to go see it this weekend, but I did not. So I've resorted to just texting friends that I know who have seen it and asking their opinions because it seems so divisive. And yeah. uh, everybody has said who saw it that it was very good. So that makes me feel a little bit better.
0: Yeah, I don't know much about the Eternals, but like every time I see Richard Madden's character, it just this just seems like X-Men in a really, really weird way. They yeah. literally have, you know, what's the... What's the X Men that shoots lasers out of his eyes? Damn Cyclops. It. Damn it. <laughs> Cyclops <Close. laughs> shows shows how close I am to knowing these heroes, <laughs> but Richard Madden's character in Eternals seems to do the same thing. So, uh, yep. guess guess we just find out. But I am excited. I am excited to see Eternals, regardless of what the critics think of it. Yep, me too. Is it time? Do we go into the the games, games
1: this week? Games, 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 games.
0: Yep. Let's do it. And we have we, we've we got two big got games games. Yeah. I played Forza Horizon 5 Call yep. of Duty Vanguard. Yep. And we have our impressions on the new Apex Legends map along with impressions of the character Ash. Yes. Did you and then also
1: that is also my list. But also add on there that Guardians of the Galaxy was finished.
0: Yes. By both of us. That is yeah. right.
1: So final impressions on those on that as well.
0: So let's just do guardians of the galaxy because okay. we we're just continuing it from last week. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't want, I was about to say, I, I don't really want to go into spoilers. For no. this game. It's a narrative heavy game. And like learning of the spoilers can easily ruin your time with it and make you not want to play it anymore. But the final impressions are that the game's great. It's a lot of yeah. fun. I, I grew to really like all of the characters pretty quickly, the dialogue, like, yes, they never shut up, but it's just like a bunch of friends hanging out, they just happen to be, you know, the Guardians of the Galaxy doing it, and you really get that these guys are kind of either a new group or are friends, and are trying to make things work with them, you know, they they make jokes and everything like that, and they make fun of each other, which is what friends do, so uh star lord i thought was an excellent character is fun like they're all great and if anything i guess the game kind of pulls too many fakes with how close you are to finishing it and then setting you back another 10 steps in order to get to what you think is the finishing point again and setting you back another 10 steps mm-hmm. so you know you they in a game there's supposed to be this natural buildup where I shouldn't feel like I've been close to finishing the game three times and on the fourth you finally you know are there it can kind of it kind of gives you that disingenuous feel of like okay I've built it up I'm strong but uh, what if they send me back ten more steps after it I guess that would be really be the only negative there is some like polished stuff that we've run into like for me personally the triangle button doesn't doesn't disappear sometimes like it's stuck there um did you run into any bugs at all
1: i mean there's the ledge bug where star lord would you trying to get across a ledge and he would go across it and then immediately turn around and go back and the only solution i could find online was to mash the jump button when you end that ledge and hope that he jumps instead of going back over the ledge um i had some frame rate issues on cutscenes. yeah Um, i did too that seems like a standard, though, for games nowadays. Uh, yeah, I mean, this game, like when I first started it, I was like, man, this is this is, could be a, a surprising 10 out of 10, right? But I think the middle drags a little bit, um, and that prevents it from being a perfect game. I still think this is like an 8 or a 9 if you're judging on a 10 scale, um, just because they do such a good job of conveying emotion to me that was the same type of emotion you get from watching a marvel movie like i cared about these characters the scenes that were supposed to be emotional hit um and they were emotional uh they just did such a good job the voice actors did a phenomenal job um it's it takes a lot to take characters that you know from a movie for most people and completely change the way they look um and go for the comic book look and make you still enjoy them So the story I thought was great. It just went on a little too long. I think you could have cut this down from like 15 hours to like 10. And this is like a 10 out of 10 game, in my opinion. So fantastic game. It'll end up on my top 10 this year for sure, but not at the top just because that middle was middle to like almost the end was was a bit of a drag.
0: Yeah, and one of the other bugs I ended up running into was just like combat areas where sometimes these battles are kind of long and drawn out. Mm-hmm. And if I was near the end of one, and this only happened to me, I think twice, but a character kind of gets stuck up on a ledge where I can't grab him or shoot him and I'm waiting for him. So you got to restart the battle, which can, yep. is definitely annoying um, to yep. say the least. W- one of the things I guess I would have wished more of is more power ups for Star Lord. Um, I was definitely like maxed out of his perks and everything that i could upgrade with the guardians as well by maybe three-fourths through the game yep where at that point i was just collecting components and machine parts to use it on nothing i kept waiting for like this one thing that would add you know it back in or add it into the game uh just unfortunately there wasn't anything there uh maybe they could have done something with it, with like increasing the elementals, you know, strength. So maybe you felt a little stronger because Star Lord does feel pretty weak, especially if you're not utilizing the stagger component of yeah. the game. But yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy is great. It, it definitely is a surprise for me and it'll be on my top ten somewhere. Yeah,
1: I'll save like the story stuff for when we get to like our games of the year discussion, Um but yeah. For those who haven't played it, if you're if you enjoy Marvel, this is a definite must buy, at least for me.
0: Yeah, I absolutely agree with you. Let's uh, let's do Forza Horizon. OK, Next, Forza Horizon let's do Five. It. So Forza Horizon five is the fifth entry, blah, blah, blah. It takes place in Mexico. Yeah, holy heck, does this game look in, in fantastically like incredible in every way? Yeah. Um, like smooth
1: I, as butter.
0: I I was, like I was impressed with Forza Horizon 4 and yeah. now Forza Horizon 5 has kind of blown it out of the water too. And you're going to know if you like this game just by like the beginning of it, you know. There like the beginning Forza always opens with like these set pieces where there's a little bit of off-road, there's a little bit of, like environmental driving and then there's okay, here's the 2 billion dollar car, just drive <laughs> it around and go fast, which is fun too. And Forza Horizon Five hits it everywhere. The map is gigantic; like it's bigger than I ever could have expected. It's got plenty of cars and plenty of fun for you to have. And there are all of these like new, new, new features where it's not just rainstorm and thunderstorms now. There are sandstorms to go with it. Um, cars sound different as well. You know there is a clear difference between an electric car starting up and going off as well as what a gas car would sound like. And to me, these are all you know great improvements from 5 that just make this a masterpiece of a racing game. Um, I, I'm a big fan of street racing, and Forza Horizon 5 is a ton of that. This is also mm-hmm. a game, what's nice is, you can just kind of turn on your own music, and you're not missing a beat, uh, which is nice. Because sometimes I do wish Forza would like take the time to license more well-known music, And some of their stations are pretty good, but other stations are not. And the music can definitely take you a long way, especially when you're traveling from point A to point B on this map. Because it could take a while. But uh, I I'm in love with Forza Horizon 5, and I see this, you know, game just taking away hundreds of hours again, just like Forza 4 did. Yeah,
1: it's definitely going to be a game that's very easy to put down and come back to and just pick right up where you left off. they've figured out a way since i think i mean i don't know about the first forza horizon maybe the second one but they found a way to take a racing game which has always been kind of like off in its own little corner like for racing fans and make it a game that like yeah you may not care about racing and you may not really care about cars but all the stuff involved with this game is so much fun that like you're still gonna have a good time like i think all the different options all the different races are fun but i have so much fun just driving around um and not really doing anything but like you said like putting on my own music and just going is like just relaxing um i really really enjoy seeing like the scores from people on my friends list I, i love that they've had that integrated forever but like seeing their times pop up when you go buy something is always cool um yeah the intro is phenomenal uh I do kind of almost want to download it on my Series X and see what the, how it looks compared to... I mean, not my Series X, my One X, yeah, as opposed yeah. to my Series X and see if there's a huge difference or not. But even the last one on uh, the last gen looked phenomenal. So, yeah. man, this game is insanely good. Insanely good. I just started it, so you have more time in it than I do. I just started it today. But holy cow. <laughs> phenomenal.
0: Yeah, like, and it just, it does so many things well, you know, like, the whole, like, friend grouping thing, and it's genius for them to put, like, instead of just insert generic racer name A here, they make your friends gamer tags. So there are multiple races where I'm battling with Ghost or Computer U for the lead, and you spin (laughs) me out and I get, I get angry and curse at you or something (laughs) like that. Yeah. So it's, you know, like, they, they do all these smart things to just make this game fun. And it's got a ton of cars for every kind of enthusiast. It it even has like, even if you don't like racing and you like making graphics or something like that, the amount of like detail that people put into some of these skins for cars is absolutely insane. Yep. And it just adds to that level of customizability with your game, where if I want an apex legends themed car, somebody has it. Somebody made the skin for it. I just need to get the car for it. And yeah. On top of that, they make gambling actually fun and not cost any money. <laughs> yep. The the Forza wheel and the super wheel are always fun to spin. I never feel like I'm playing like NBA or FIFA <laughs> Ultimate Team. Yeah. You know, I look
1: forward to my spin every day.
0: Exactly. It's <laughs> you know, it, it just goes to show like the difference between Forza that's been focusing on fun and not really focused on the Like the pay aspect, because if they wanted to, yes, they could make this game where people have to pay a lot of money to get like the newer or nicer cars, but they don't do that. They make it easier. They make the game easy for people to get and currency. I've never had a problem earning. Yes. Late game, like money doesn't become an issue because you can buy whatever car you want, but isn't that the whole point? Like, yeah, I just want to be able to buy whatever I want in game and drive and do whatever I please. So it. Mm -hmm. I can't express enough that like this game being on game pass, like that's my whole purpose for the year. Like you don't have to bring out any more games on game pass and I would be okay with that, but we're going to get more games on game pass. So it's, it's just another fantastic deal for people to, to, to take advantage of. And it's, it's one of the best games I've ever played.
1: Yeah. 100%. This could be, I need to play more, but I know this has been hovering around like, the nines and 10 range like this uh, from early impressions, like this is a 10 out of 10 game here. Even if you don't like racing, it's still a 10 out of 10 game.
0: Yeah. And I just wish people more people would get into racing from this game as well. Like, uh, you know, cars, I guess aren't for everybody, but this game is relaxing to the point where putting on your own music and just driving in whatever car you want, just kind of swerving, swerving through traffic or doing anything like that. It's just relaxing in itself. It doesn't require any sort of thought or anything like that. And Forza kind of just lets you do it. hmm
1: Super cool.
0: So much fun.
1: Yeah. <laughs> all right, let's end it and let's go play.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, that is the podcast, guys. We're going to go ahead and play Forza.
1: Yep, sorry. <laughs> That's but, all right. Uh, we still got Call of Duty to talk about.
0: And we have Apex Legends.
1: And Apex, yep.
0: So, well, I get we should leave Apex. We should leave Call of Duty as the big finale, shouldn't
1: we? Okay, that's fine. Let's this do Apex.
0: It doesn't take too much to talk about Apex. Yep. Uh, your impressions of the new map and the character Ash?
1: Um, the new map is big yeah. in Apex standards. I, they have like the, uh, I can't call them jump towers, but they call them jump cannons or whatever they Something call like them. That, yeah. Yeah. There's mobility options to get around the map quick because it's so big, Um, like there's super long zip lines. So it is huge, but it's easier than ever to get inside the ring if you're outside of the ring. Um, But what I found so far is a lot of times that means if you're not dropping hot, like you may not see anybody until the last two rings anyway. So it definitely spaces everybody out. Um, The addition of like creatures on the map, is an interesting idea. Killing them gives you loot. It also helps you level up your shields, which is cool. But it also, you have to factor into your mind in the middle of a firefight if you're around one, because you're going to get jumped by random creatures while you're trying to fight somebody and it could kill you. Um, so it adds another layer that can be frustrating, but I think kind of forces you to be have more awareness of your surroundings. Um, the new character, Ash, I think is great. Uh, I think she is pretty well balanced out of the gate. Honestly, she doesn't feel too overpowered, um, but her mobility options to get yourself out of issues is good. Um, I haven't been using her a whole lot. I played maybe like 15 or 20 games with her so far, but uh, I like her a lot and she has some cool skins, which is always a good way for them to make more money. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) You don't want to go down that hole. You have enough. You have enough uh, characters to get skins for. Yeah, love already cost me enough money. (laughs) But I think they've done a good job with this update. Uh, I didn't have any issues day one playing, which is a plus. Um, No server issues. It's been good so far. No game
0: crashing glitches either, which is kind of rare for me to hear. Uh, Like overall, I do like this new map. Like as you mentioned, the, the monster, like especially the Prowler, seems to do way too much damage. And yeah seems to be like way too sensitive to you being around it. Like I get what it's supposed to do. And I do like the fact that it counts towards shield damage, which is nice when you're trying to grow your Evo shield up. And it's it's nice to be able to like shoot something and try to be productive when you can't find anybody. Because sometimes you're not going to run it. Sometimes you won't land with anybody. Like that's just how this game is and how battle royales play out. Even if you clear out an area, you're still going to be left with a couple of moments of, okay, we're just walking around trying to find what to do next. And with Ash, I didn't expect her to change the game really in any way, but her her tether thing is pretty annoying, yeah. and that's what it's supposed to do. And her her phase shift thing, I thought was just going to be a cheap ripoff off of Wraith, but the fact that you can't see Wraith, you can't, sorry, you can't see Ash move around when she does not and is instant. The, I can specifically recall two games where we've won because of Ash's phase shift. And mm-hmm. whether it's late game and the team is separated, we can go and corner the one guy, get him killed, and then start going after a depleted, you know, second team there. Or it's just, you know, or, or, you know, it's just getting out of the ring. Because it's something where we don't have to wait for Wraith to activate her ult and then run. This is Ash's instant thing. She puts it down and you can go through it. It doesn't last as long uh, as, as Wraith does. I think it's just a couple seconds that the phase shift is active. But regardless, it's, it's very useful and I'm surprised at her usability there. I probably won't play her because I play as Lobo and Watson. But um, Watson got a buff and she's fun to play again. So mm-hmm. I, uh, I, I'm happy with where both of my characters are at, and I couldn't ask for more.
1: Yeah, it's been a pleasantly good experience so far with this season.
0: Yeah, agreed. Now, now take take it away. The big finale here.
1: <laughs> Call of Duty. Yeah. Um. So I just finished the campaign today. Uh, so I guess I'll start there took me about four hours so it is not a very long campaign at all um i would say that it reminded me that in my eyes and this is just my personal opinion call of duty campaigns are like the top of the line for a concise first person shooter experience with big set pieces that are just fun to play through i thought this campaign was one of the best campaigns in the last couple of years. I think since modern, well, modern warfare had a good one as well. Cold yeah. War, I really I, did like modern yeah. warfare. Cold war Cold was where I, I was. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, this one is just like you get the, you know, all these different people in a group and you get that initial mission with them. And then they go and give you the backstory on each character and each character has their own ability, which I think works out pretty well. Um, the only one that I thought, was not good was the american campaign and i forget his name but it involves like dogfighting in a plane and it looks cool but it just does not handle well um okay. so that was kind of a bummer the highlight is uh polina which she's the sniper all of her stuff is phenomenal um she has the ability to climb walls and just like slide under objects super fast so like her mobility is great. And you're doing like, you're running around and sliding under stuff and like picking people off the sniper rifle feels fantastic. Um, you have sections with her where you have a partner and you can tell him to flash his knife to draw sniper fire. And then you look for, you know, the flash off their scope to find them and pick them off. It's very, very cool. Um, some of the other ones, like one is like a demolitions expert, So his grenades, you can see kind of like an apex, like the arc of where they're going to go. And then one of them, you can command people around, which is whatever. But I think that that campaign is very, very good. Um, It doesn't overstay its welcome. The cutscenes are very well done. They look fantastic. Um, I had quite a few instances of frame rate issues when I was playing.
0: I've had the same issue as well.
1: Yeah, where it's like stuttering all over the place. Um, it's usually when you're going from an in-game cutscene uh is where I've seen the most. But other than that, like I had a blast with this. It reminded me of some old Call of Duty campaigns. Um, did how much of the campaign did you play?
0: I'm only like on the third mission. Okay. So okay. um like the overall, you know, it, it's hard to judge this game, I believe, because so many people are hitting on it. on online like people just don't like the fact that we're in world war ii again and Mm -hmm. like the thing is is what what else do you expect like (laughs) we're like i'm sorry we're all waiting for the next world war iii type game and when they tried to do something different like advanced warfare Mm -hmm. um people didn't like that people hated what that became so i i personally don't have an issue with what they did I so far, I like Van i I played a couple multiplayer matches and mm-hmm. I like them. Like yeah. Warzone isn't for me. Like I've made that clear many times. I prefer Apex Legends much, much more. So as long as the multiplayer is fun, which the multiplayer is kind of back to being, I guess, what I like. Like, I don't I, I don't know what it was about Cold War. And the yeah, it multiplayer. just didn't feel good, but it it didn't feel right. The guns I didn't like uh yeah. either. But this I like, I, I yeah. like the World War Two, it, it, you know, it reminds me to old, you know, uh, uh you know, World Call of Duty, World War Two or World at War was, mm-hmm. you know, type multiplayer and like I haven't gotten into the zombies, but the zombies kind of look like a throwback as well to, you know, older, older type maps along with this kind of funky shade of stuff to it as well. I don't know. I'd have to play more zombies to get into that, but
1: yeah, um... I played like four or five hours of the multiplayer this weekend. It feels good. Um, it's like the multiplayer that I've missed with Call of Duty. I don't know how long I'm going to play the multiplayer because it's I'm not the same kid I was back then who can just play the Call of Duty multiplayer for 150 hours every year, you know? Yeah. I just don't have that in me. Um, I was pleasantly surprised playing it this weekend though and seeing quite a few maps that were from world at war and again like a lot of kids playing nowadays aren't gonna know but seeing these maps and just being like wait a minute this looks familiar and then like clicking in your head being like oh my god this is a world at war map and like world at war was one of my favorite multiplayer call of duties for whatever reason that's the one i played the most of so seeing those again those maps again just brought back so many good memories um yeah i think the guns feel good um multiplayer is balanced it's just a good experience i might hop back on warzone with the new map just to check it out but i don't think i'll be sticking or like jumping back into warzone like i used to i think apex is probably the safest place for me right now but overall like this is a solid solid call of duty game for sure
0: yeah you know i think it's middle of the road like it's not Mm -hmm. it it doesn't really blow my it doesn't knock the socks off of me for whatever reason um, The multiplayer is better, and mm-hmm. I think the story is a little bit more grounded to the point where it doesn't frustrate me either. So uh, that yeah. that final mission in Cold War was just a pain to get through, <laughs> considering yep. it crashed my Xbox like three times in order to do it. So, yeah, you know, Call of Duty Vanguard. Uh, I, I, maybe we maybe you just got to lower your expectations to enjoy the game. I'm just looking for a fun multiplayer and a campaign I can play have big explosions like an action movie and, and be done with it. And yeah, that's all I ask of it. And it it's doing that so far for me. I plan on having the campaign finished by next week. Sweet. All right, uh, that's going to be it for games. Hopefully you got your fill there. Uh, <laughs> we're going to go on. To, we're going go to go into movie and TV shows where I've been so busy with games. I didn't get to watch anything this week. <laughs> all so, right. So what have you watched?
1: So I got one movie and one TV show. I all have. Right. The Harder They Fall, um, which is on Netflix. And then Dexter is back. Dexter New Blood is on Showtime. So I did watch the first episode of that. Um, I'll start with Dexter, get that out of the way. Did you ever watch Dexter?
0: I did. And I am very interested to see what you have to say uh, about like this. I don't have Showtime, so I don't know if I'll ever be able to watch it. Or maybe my parents will have Showtime or something to watch it because they loved it, too. I watched Dexter with them. Yeah. So, yeah, go, D- go ahead. I have to hear it.
1: Dexter, man, I loved Dexter. Yeah. Right? Like, that was one of the coolest shows back in the day. Had one of the worst endings I can ever remember in a TV show, ever. Um, And that's pretty universally disliked. So, I was very cautiously optimistic about this, them bringing him back. But, you know, it seemed pretty evident that they were going to be like, no, we're going to fix, you know, that horrible ending. And... It takes about, I mean, the episodes are an hour. So it took me about 15, 20 minutes to remember why I like Dexter so much. Um, and, you know, it's him. He's obviously in another town. Um, I think it's in like Maine or I don't know, somewhere up north. And yeah. uh, it it's him under a different name, trying to live a normal life, having completely let go of the serial killer side of himself. And then obviously some stuff happens that kind of, brings that back out in him and it's him fighting like, no, I don't want to kill anybody anymore. But also this guy over here is like the biggest jerk in the world. And he probably, and he deserves to die. It's like a little bit of that. Um, But man, it made me realize how much I missed this show. And I thought the first episode was fantastic. I really, really liked it. Um, Lots of new characters, but they all seem very interesting. There's a lot going on in this little town that he lives in. Uh, that is going to set up. There's missing girls that are being kidnapped and taken by somebody. Um, There's a mysterious billionaire who's in town for the winter. There's a lot going on. Um, But yeah, first episode, very, very good. Super good. So I'm glad that Dexter is back. Hopefully they don't ruin the ending again.
0: Please. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in a Mount Rushmore of like endings or just like a top three. <laughs> Yeah. It's gotta be Dexter, Game yep. of Thrones, yep, and Lost. Like those yep. <laughs> are the three series I know and have experienced yep. with absolutely horrible endings. Yeah, and maybe one day in the future, when all of like the Game of Thrones books are done, whenever that is, it's probably fifty years from now. I'll be dead uh, by the time <laughs> he decides to finish Game of Thrones. We'll get a retconned series with. You know they'll have to retell the story, I guess, because all of the characters will have died by yep. then or are very old. Uh, with Lost, there I, nev- I never, I never want to go back to that. I've <laughs> that that was just so bad. But yeah. with Dexter, yeah, the ending was terrible. But I'm I'm just really glad they've detru- They're trying to salvage it. They're trying to make something yep. of it, and. You're right Um, with your glowing review. I'm probably going to try to find a way to watch it. (laughs) Yeah,
1: it's real good. I mean, you would think I was worried that like it's been so long that I was gonna be like, "Ah, it hasn't aged well. But, you know, he's still pulling off that character to a T. So hats off to them for that. And then uh, The Harder They Fall, which is a Western on Netflix. Um, This one I had. I had saved uh, cause I had seen the trailer and I was like, Oh, that seems interesting. I'm not a Western fan at all. Let me preface that by saying it. There's one Western in my life that I've enjoyed, which was open range, which was like Kevin Costner back in like the early two thousands. But I do not like Western movies for the most part. I find them boring. Um, this one has like Idris Elba, uh, uh, fantastic cast in this. Um, this one just like Guardians, man, this is going to sneak into my top 10 and come out of nowhere because this movie is phenomenal. Um the soundtrack is like a very hip hop based soundtrack and it just works with a western somehow. It's very weird. Um but man, like I don't want to give anything about the story away, but you need even if you don't like westerns, you need to watch this movie because it's going to be I don't know yet. We still got some time left, but probably top five of the year for me. I'm going to watch it. Then I have. It to. literally came out of nowhere and yeah. I was watching it this weekend and I started. I was like, all right, I have this on my list. I have some time. Let me watch it. Two hours later, I was like, holy cow, that was fantastic. So, yes, 100% watch that. If you watch it like this week or whatever, we can talk about it next week and go. into. Oh, spoilers. yeah, I'm going to. I'm, but, I'm going man, to so so good everybody needs to go watch that movie for sure
0: yeah i've been bad with movies i have to get on it because i i still have to watch the um the they did a league of legends um uh, yes. movie on there yep. as well and i've been meaning yep. to and i need to watch that as well so next week guys i'm gonna have movies movie barry is coming back in full force all
1: right okay next
0: week so be be ready for all of the movies i'm gonna have movies that haven't even come out yet you want to know all the spider-man spoilers <laughs> i'm gonna have it next week we can
1: also next week throw in some spoiler discussion because on digital as of right now is James Bond, so I will
0: be watching that. It's time. It's time yep. for you to watch the finale. Yep. It it came to digital so quickly. I feel it like did. it came <laughs> yeah, just so fast. I didn't expect it. Yep. But with that we're going to go ahead and end the podcast. Thank you guys for listening. We do appreciate it and hope that if you liked it, you'll share it with your friends, leave us a review. Or try to get in contact with us. We have an Instagram, Twitter, and a Facebook page that you can all comment on or you know, ask us questions on. We also have an email at HighSensitivityPodcast at gmail.com where you can ask questions and we'll read it live on air or something like that. Or call us fake gamers. I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll dispute my fake gamer claims <laughs> or fake movie person claims at this point. But again thank you guys for all the support we really enjoy it and i have big things lined up for when we hit uh when we get a little bit into next year at this rate so thanks for listening we'll see you guys next time see you later